Music is weird, my friends. You have ideas on what makes a great song. Your friends over there have ideas. Recommending a beloved song to a friend. It's a little like being one of those Roman gladiators with uh, nothing but a loincloth on hanging out out in front, right? Well, more often than not, your beloved song is going to get denied or ignored and it's going to bleed out on the sands of the Coliseum floor. Why? Because your <laughs> friends suck and they don't have the patience to learn to love your crappy song. <laughs> so the friends on this podcast, we're not, not really any better than your friends, but we have cracked the code. What we do is we submit anonymously our songs to a musically disinterested friend, GD Dave, and then he compiles a playlist. We listen to that playlist, we marinate, we form opinions on the songs in that playlist without the baggage of expectation. And then after a week, we get back together to play two games. First, we see if we can guess which song was submitted by which friend based on kind of compiling a, a musical fingerprint, if you will. And then second, we take a simple yes or no vote on each song. We send our guesses and votes over to GD Dave, and then we get back together, what we're doing right now, to learn which songs are worthy of admission into the Gilded playlist and which songs will be cast off forever to the dustbin. Welcome, my friends, to the Week 10 Gilded Playlist podcast. Week Here we nine. are. Woo! We're Week 9. It's okay. Week, yeah, week nine. I'll get, I'll get it. <laughs> I, always, I always go, I always Every go week. ahead. Every week. It's week, week As is tradition. Week 22. Anyways. All right, week 10. Love it. Uh, I, I mentioned like that hearing, friends suck. I feel like Here I'm hearing are. about the podcast for the first time and I produce it. That was amazing. Another Thank incredible you. intro. I appreciate that. That, my guys, that, that guy that you just heard, that voice, he's a little bit like this non-pod's very own Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, even The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, in that he is both the producer and a character on the show. He's definitely here for the right reasons to see if his songs can get the final rose of the evening and enter the fantasy suite, a.k.a. the Gilded Playlist. It's Luke! This will certainly be the most dramatic non-podcast episode ever. That's a good rotation. I like that. that. I'm good. smiling. That's Thank good. You. Thank That's you. Good. <laughs> Last week, he submitted a song called Salt because he thought that the track's name alone would get a laugh. Well, guess what? It worked. It did get a laugh. And it had me thinking all week, did this 401k reviewing deck shoe wearing <laughs> Lily White go back to back weeks with a joke submit? Did he reach for strut cred via wordplay? Oh, Does he think he submitted a chef's kiss gilder or a kiss this dustbin cast off? <laughs> Only that comedic genius knows it's Scott. Wow. Well, that answers one of my uh, my guesses for <laughs> submitted something. <laughs> we'll get into that one. Next up, he's the Japanese salary man asleep on the subway of this podcast, <laughs> showing his loyalty and commitment to the non-pod by logging hundreds of hours of overtime, strutting up and down the river, re-listening to old non-pod episodes, and occasionally even mixing in a song or two. We're keeping a close eye on him for signs of karoshi, a term which I learned today translates to work death. While he continues his thankless search for potential gilders with impossibly low spin counts, it's Jono-san! 
Oh, I, I come for the intros and uh, I stay for the songs. There you go. <laughs> That's great. That's Lots, that was great. Uh, was if really I could good. be so bold, I, I've prepared a little something for you, if you don't mind. Oh. I don't have the, uh, I don't have the chops to do it live, but uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the production. I'm already smiling. And now, six feet, three <laughs> inches from the University of Arizona... Your MC of Strut, who week after week he foils the repeated attempts of the usurper by smashing him over the head with his rightfully held gilded scepter. He's not only the identifier of meatballs, but he's also a submitter. It's Loves! Gold! Oh, that's amazing. great. At Excellent first, work. At first, I thought it'd be mean to do the Bulls intro song. So then I went and looked up the Phoenix Suns intro song, and it's the same effing song. So, yeah. Hard, hard Every team of the same song. Yeah. There we go. So. Luke, I'm flattered. I'm blushing. I'm I'm an ideas man, and you've, you've out-ideased me yet again. <laughs> Here we are. You're welcome. You, hey, you earned one, it. After nine, maybe ten episodes, uh, I thought you deserved one intro that you didn't write yourself. Man, tremendous, tremendous. Hey, there's one guy left, and uh, we referenced him at the start, uh, our musically disinterested friend. You know, in the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. In the gilded playlist system, the people are represented by one omnipotent AI responsible for sniffing out midweek song talk and doling out punishment. Jerry Orbach, Sam Watterson, Angie Harmon, nah, it's GD Dave. Don't don't. All right, <laughs> what's up, loves? Yeah, yeah, I've been much, looking man. forward to the pod all week. It's been a been a pretty quiet week out there. With I think this might be the least song talk we've had all week. So been looking forward to hearing everybody's thoughts. Well, I mean, yeah. What what did you guys think? Uh, you marinate a little bit. What uh, what's kind of general consensus on on this week's playlist? Uh, I'll say this: I pulled more uh, drops than I have for any other any other set. I don't know what that means exactly, uh, but there's a lot here that I'm staring at. We'll see if we get to all of them. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Berg, thoughts? Uh, yeah, no. Um, I dug this week. I thought there was some absolute bangers on this week, uh, both classic and new. I think I my guess for the week was uh, is it. Three guilds? Is that what I guessed, GD? Or what did I guess? Two? I got you down for two. Oh, yeah, two. Which is crazy because all three of my submits are going to get gilded. So I'm even, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this math is going to work. But yeah, I guess I, I'm guessing two two guilds final, but I'm rioting because one of my brilliant submits is going to get the dustbin, damn it. <laughs> wow. You're already, already calling it a dustbin. Interesting. Yeah, on one of them, I guess. It's impossible. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Scott, give us your thoughts. Uh, well, I was a little frustrated. Poor showing by me. I, f- I fenced all three of my submits this week. I, I really didn't like the songs I submitted. I had massive anxiety about it. And as I, the more I listened, the more I marinated, the more I disliked all three of my songs. So oh, no. we'll get into that. But uh, there were some there were some good stuff. I, I initially thought I was going to vote no on a lot of things. Uh, you know, a week of marinating, I, I, I came around and, and we'll talk more about it. But I joked in the chat early on that there was like a dumpster fire and, you know, we wouldn't need the raid redemption and everything. But uh, yeah. you know, there's some there's some good. Stuff. Yeah, did you good. vote? Did you vote no on any of your songs? 
I didn't, you know, and I and I did uh, think about it, but I'm like, I'm not quite ready to vote no yet because that that's going to be uh, you haven't be found a, a, that a bold perfect step. submit to vote no on of your own submission. I, I, I did think about it. It's <laughs> mm. remarkable. Um, what about how many guilds do you think we're going to have this week, Scott? I said one, just because, and and even though I voted for a lot, I I I think it's going to be hard for us to have consensus on this week's list because there's just a lot of weird stuff so i'll be surprised if we have more than one uh, but we'll see yeah my thoughts we we didn't have did we have any like real i mean we had like maybe one or two that would be classified as like rock right yeah. we had we had some kind of r&b soulful stuff in there obviously we had some hip-hop we had some 80s kind of new wave stuff uh, how many yeah, guilds do you think gloves my, my guild count i believe i told dave two dave can i get a confirmation on that that's correct yeah, yeah. luke and i think i said three right dave uh, yes uh, all right so we're, we're all in that kind of two we're all lowballing it we're all lowballing. yeah my my decent. sneaky themes whether anybody submitted them or not were like you said loves uh motown adjacent slash you know soul submissions and then there were also uh, quite a few sneaky non-aggro F-bombs, along with one very aggro F-bomb. But there wow. were some other songs so in there. There were some other Scramble songs in there. Scramble for the phone. The like... kids are in the car. F-bombs. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are we doing here? You just got to say earmuffs, and then you can say whatever the hell you want. Um, <laughs> but then there were songs later in the playlist where I was like, oh, that was like the nicest F-bomb I've ever heard. It kind of soothed me, that, that F-bomb. So there was, uh, there was some good stuff in there. So let me ask you guys this. Did you pick up on any themes? Anybody want to kind of throw out any kind of theme pickups that they had this week? Other than what Luke said just then, uh, I did not pick up on any themes. So huh. I, well, well, I did. So I guess I had one. And I don't know. Should we throw them out now if we think? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Did anybody actually submit a theme this week? No. Well, uh, I, I submitted a theme, actually, oh. now that you bring it up. I'll and fess up, too. Submitting a theme. What's your? Uh, you're you're what's the your one I had, and I thought it was like. So my first guess was like traveling, like related stuff. But then I was like, maybe like typical of a, a specific country, like unique mm. to that that either country or continent. Mm. Um, like mm. you got some. Well, we'll get we'll get into the specifics. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I'll, I'm I'm right there with you. I think I screwed it up. I don't think it really makes sense. Two out of three makes sense. Are pretty obvious. But I had some kind of Euro theme as well. Yeah, mm. um, that's as close as I could get to a theme. Other than the, the obvious Luke, which kind of showed his hand last week, which is like wearing his heart on his sleeve, picking his all time favorite songs to get dunked on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say this: I did go for a secret theme, and I'm going to keep it secret until we get into the reveals. But uh, yeah, I went big. It's a de- definite theme, and uh, we'll see if it goes over well or not probably not (laughs) (laughs) hey let's pivot real quick chit chat corner here an award that doesn't necessarily get all the love and there's a debate that's raging in the tgp community and and it's this the award is called the breastplate of transparency it's when your friends can really kind of just quickly and easily identify the songs that you've submitted do you wear that with pride or does it hang around your neck on those shoulders with shame what do you think? Mm. I mean, you know, if you wear a meatball of shame with pride, you can <laughs> wear the breastplate with pride <laughs> as well. Yeah, all awards should be worn with pride. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, and it depends on the song too, right? Like, so bad was a good example. Like, I instantly knew that that was your first loves, but you know, it, it made sense, and and you should wear that one with pride. It okay. was great. Okay, Luke, thoughts? Uh, I, I guess I I came into the pod thinking that you wanted to try to be all sneaky, but as I admitted to last week, my submissions for this from this week were ones where I kind of felt that I had more of an emotional stake in the submissions. You know, songs that I had known and loved for quite some time and wanted to submit just to see how they did. Whereas the week prior, I kind of threw a bunch of curveballs and, and not really songs that I had attached myself to. And I wasn't enjoying the marination, the the song talk quite as much. So yeah, it seems like the breastplate might be coming something that, uh, that you might want to wear. Unless like Berg said, you get a giant meatball stain smeared over it. Maybe that's not as nice. Agree. I I think having having the breastplate of transparency should be worn with honor. Let your nipples show through that thing. It's my take, right? Yeah. Let it, let let the world see them. You know, because what? ultimately it's your musical fingerprint. It's like, hey, either you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. But these are my nips, mm-hmm. right? Well, and I think that's kind of speaks to why I was not feeling great about my submissions this week is because I really was just like looking for things to submit based on like Discovery Weekly, and I was just kind of salt mining, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no. so I didn't really have that emotional connection to some of the songs as I have in previous weeks, for good or bad, as I've been dunked on pretty pretty heavily. Also, um, yeah, keep yeah. in mind what uh, what's transparent to one person may be like fairly opaque to another, right? Like, I mean, there's some submits where I'm submitting them and I'm like, oh yeah, like you know, take the Dora Vigaro song, right? Like, I know Loves is going to know that's my submit, hundred mm-hmm. percent, but. Uh, True. You know, it may be a mystery to, well, that's, you know, a little trappy for other people, but, uh, you know, yeah, you makes for good times. Some of you have the advantage of like the CNS history mm-hmm. that I don't. Totally. So that's mm-hmm. like you, where you know it's obvious, like I'm, I'm out of the loop there. So, well, that's CNS what Garbs, your, uh, your BFB wearing is quite impressive, given that it's you really impressive. Have that very impressive connection that the rest of us do. So, could I just love you guys, you know. <laughs> I love all you and uh, more than more important. Garbs, are you looking? Are you he outside my window, this. looking in here right now, like, <laughs> spying on us? What's going on? Hey, oh, guys, wait a second. What's this? There's a piece of mail stuck back here. Oh, to ch- check corner, I got something that maybe we didn't talk about before recording the pod. What does this say? Oh, it's just a special category for Luke, Garbs, and I. Berg, you can sit this one out. It's all a right. special. It's a special gambling category, which says. Which one of us is going to get dunked on the hardest by Berg this week? <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? I think uh, it's me. It's me every week until proven otherwise. <laughs> I think there's it's one a great song category that could get dunked pretty hard. So yeah, we'll see. It just I guess it depends on which way the uh, the river or the wind was blowing during the uh, Katago walk, right? So <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, GD Dave, out there in the, uh, uh, in the background what, monitoring. One thing I was just going to say real quick on your your bird comment, I just love that he's so well known for dunking that apparently we even have two are just waiting for their chance to get dunked on from their submits. Uh, you reference uh, Brent, who wrote in and said oh. uh, that he he potentially submitted a song for future weeks and couldn't wait for John to dunk on him. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an honor to get dunked on it's by Bird, you know? Yeah. Bide your time, Brent. It's coming. I know yeah. if you submitted that REO Speedwagon crap from the uh, my youth, <laughs> it, it will it will be soon. Anyways. All right. Should we get into this week's or is there any other chit-chat corner you guys wanted to cover? Let's, let's do it. Okay. Dave, over to you. Okay. Well, let's just get right into it. First song we have is Black Pumas.
So speaking of the breastplate, right out of the gate, we're going to get our first song with all correct guesses on it. And everybody was in sync as well in the voting. We Bam. got a guild right off the bat. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, boys. Bravo. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Unbelievable. I'm shocked. shocked. See, this, this is was the song where I said, on my notes, if if we don't hear this intro on next week's pod roll in, I'm going to riot. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Man. Nice, nice submit, Scott. Thank you. See, wow. I'm, Scott, I'm, I'm really surprised. Now you know how I felt. Start us off. Take a yogurt. bow. Yeah, take a I bow. Guess I'll, yeah, I gotta take a bow. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah, it, it was me. And, uh, you know, I came across these guys. They're from Austin. Um, I, I really dug the soulful sound. Um, I wanted to submit one of their songs, but I, it's funny because I just wasn't, I, I was going through kind of their catalog which isn't huge and i was just trying to find one that i thought was good and this one had like a really cool main theme and that guitar that reverb kind of effect with the bright horns behind it but it's funny because as i kept listening to the song on the marination i'm like man this is a long song and it 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 just doesn't go a ton of places like yeah if there's a fire call the fireman if you're in pain girl call a doctor like i get it so i just started really having regrets i'm like man they're gonna just say like those are the only things that you're pulling out of the song and it just kind of keeps coming back to that well but i mean it's it just has a great you know it just comes out of the gate firing and it, it's it's cool but the more i heard it the the kind of the more i worried that it would not get uh favorable treatment here the yeah this is... song doesn't need to go a lot of places it's already at the party i mean this song is the party right yeah, yeah, and I was going to say the cool. good news, Garbs, is that you are the chief of the repetition police and you are the only member of the squad. So it's okay. The rest of us are, <laughs> are pretty okay with things that maybe repeat, as long as it's a good repeat, you know? Hey, hey Garbs, that's true. another little piece here. This this concept that like a song can be too long. A song can be as long as it wants to be. Last week for Ball and Biscuit, you said it's seven minutes long, and if it goes another seven, that's fine. As long as a song is is you know filling the measure of its creation, then keep going, right? It, yeah, it's yeah. only too long if it's too long. Well, it felt to me like it was a bit too long as I kept listening to it. Yeah, you but, can over marinate. Yeah. Sounds like you you left it in the in the ziploc too long, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. this thing is Got very nice. Yeah, Everybody else likes the song more than you do. <laughs> I guess so. It's I'm I'm actually really surprised. That's awesome. Yeah, the ba- the busker backstory. If I read this correctly so dude was a busker on the santa monica pier for a few years ends up moving out to austin yep. sets up shop on a street corner out there and there's some kind of meet cute with uh, the the kind of instrumentalist behind it or something and, and they end up making this music i think it's a very cool story yeah it does the only thing the first time i heard it, i laughed a little bit um because there's a pretty clear wayne's world slash Jimi hendrix call back on this thing mm-hmm. the foxy lady can i get that drop loot there it is yeah it, th- like, that wait, same... that's not black pumas <laughs> yeah no that, that ain't black pumas no that, that's just that same beat that uh, the black pumas are hitting and i was like oh jimmy oh wait a second no it's much more laid back other than that um yeah home run love this song berg what'd you think yeah no uh I loved it. Um, I really love the horns and that like rattling. I don't know if that was a bass guitar or regular guitar at the beginning, but uh, it was great. And yeah. then um, the lyrics coming in with like, a, I like the, you know, keep me grooving, steady grooving, keeps me wanting, steady wanting. Uh, that was, yeah, great way to start off the song and loved it from the first spin. Um, great start of the playlist. And yeah, absolute banger in my book. Uh, I forgot to True. say one thing. If I can jump back in, Raquel was playing the playlist. 
And she just came and knocked on my door and I opened the door and she had her AirPods in and she was dancing. And I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, this song by Black Pumas, this is awesome. She was all in right away. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll quickly song. say great stuff. Uh, this felt Motown adjacent, you know, and I feel like there's lots of those in this week's list. Um, great chorus with just the right amount of backup vocals, you know, and the, and the horns again, playing a big part in uh, the Gilded playlist for two consecutive weeks. There was like, there's a song break in the middle and it kind of breaks down a little bit and it feels like there's a missed opportunity for a solo or something a little bit more creative in there, but I still, still get it that it just kind of has that that easy flowing vibe so yeah bravo that's when he comes back with the smooth sailing though right Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's that landed the plane right there because i I agree like that breakdown's a little boring but then he kind of rips into that long smooth sailing and i thought that was pretty cool no you're right yep well done black plumas love them yeah all right good job scott is that your first guild in a little while in a a bit yeah i'm happy good to have you back after you uh you traverse the Galapagos on that uh, instrumentalist <laughs> trip. <laughs> All right, Dave, back to you. Okay, well, we we already got uh, Scott's one guild guest of the week, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we stay on that or pick up any more through the rest of the playlist. Dave's uh, dunking on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just your guess on the number of guilds. Uh, next up, we have Wu-Tang Clan with Triumph. 79, atomically. Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform on robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battles guard show. So most of the group was on target with this one. Uh, had several correct guesses. Also had someone thinking it might be the salt pick. Uh, as for the voting, it's a split vote. Uh, we got the, the Crimson or the Cosmic Shame on one side. And we also have a Raid Redemption on this one. Oh, interesting. Wow. What's chance, the other team? Chance for Fork. Well, team No Name. You and me. Kings of Party. Kings of Party. Kings of Party. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's oh, boy. Okay. It's our band name. There you go. Kings oh, of Party was our band name. I remember name. Kings of Party. Yeah. Bravo. It's a good name. <laughs> let's let's hear it, Kings. Uh, I'll start. I thought it was a Berg submit. Um, so for me, I have a huge gap in my musical knowledge about Wu-Tang Clan. And it's funny because I I totally like 90s rap and hip hop. I just never got into them. I didn't know anything about them. I've always heard of them, obviously. And I just I limitedly just knew they were some New York kind of East Coast collaboration. But I, I just feel like that's always been kind of a gap for me. So during the tease of this song, I was cracking up at just how aggressive this one was and that the 10 seconds that was picked was the, <laughs> the MF or I was just hysterical. Like I thought that was great. Um, so I had never heard this song before. When I first heard it, my initial thought was, I'm going to vote no. But on my, you know, like, on my marination, on my walks and bike rides and stuff, I just I got really into it. Um, I totally dig how there's no chorus. And it's just guy after guy coming on. And it's just a constant assault of like verse after verse. And eventually, like, uh, the first time I heard it, I'm like, man, how many dudes are there here? Because <laughs> I, right. I didn't know how many guys were in the Wu-Tang Clan and then I read about this song and it's like the only track where they all have a first there you go pretty pretty cool and so I'm like man and and the more I heard it I just I I really I really was into it I liked it um and the fact that it's kind of influential and early in like east coast rap and hip-hop yeah I liked it uh very influential um I guess I'll go this is a Berg submit um and I'm glad that you picked up on the fact that all nine members participated in this song. This is actually the only 
uh, Wu-Tang song where all nine members of the Wu-Tang Clan uh, have a part in the song. So as I mentioned, uh, I had a theme this week. And I know this, it. This no, week is... <laughs> nine. Nine members, right? This, this, is week, is, this week is uh, week nine for us. Week nine, so I went, damn it. I went, big, I went big with the no-net. And uh, the no-nets, uh, you know, it may sound like some 50s doo-wop band, female doo-wop band, but no, it's, uh, it's a group uh, with nine members. <laughs> and so, yeah, I... I was initially thinking I want to submit something off of uh, the 36 Chambers album, the, the first Wu-Tang album. But right. this is actually um, so this is off of uh, their second album and their only album where all nine members are on the song. Uh, it is an interesting song in the fact that it doesn't have a hook or anything. It's just a constant um, flow between everybody in the song. It features ODB, which is great before he he died. Um, yeah, and Wu-Tang, um, I figure either you know Wu-Tang or you don't know Wu-Tang, um, because you're probably, you probably don't have like a, you know, like a passing knowledge of new Wu-Tang because they never like played them on the radio or anything. Right. I mean, I guess you could hear them, uh, in a movie or something, but, uh, but yeah, they were, were, uh, legendary at the time they kind of dropped on the hip hop scene the way that Nirvana dropped on the rock scene at the time, because Prior to them, it was just all overproduced, uh, you know, Death Row Records type thing, and also just solo rap artists, right? And then out of nowhere comes this group with, you know, karate samples and, and kung fu, like, movie samples and nine members. Um, it, there's no way it could last, and it didn't last. Uh, they they imploded, basically, and uh, Old Dirty Bastard died, and all their members went their separate ways. Um, but yeah, for a couple albums, they've got, uh, a lot of bangers. So if you want to check out the woo, there's a lot more, man. Well, I'll one more thing about this oh, video. I don't know if you, uh, if you like watch the video, but, um, Brett Ratner, uh, directed this video. It had a massive budget. It was like super crappy effects. It went way over budget. It took forever to make. And it was, it was pretty hilarious. And it's, it's still viewed as like the, the worst but also best like rap video so kind of kind of interesting about that but uh yeah well loves that up. was wikipedia corner with scott <laughs> we'll be revisiting that on every song down the list over to you luke i will uh read between the tea leaves here and say that i'm the nova with with the non-raid chance i believe loves has the raid chance uh much like Garbs, never really been a Wu-Tang guy. Uh, yeah, the aggro intro, you know, set a certain tone. But then things did kind of balance out, you know, after that. Uh, I realized that I've probably been exposed to Method Man in his TV and movie roles much more than I have via his music. But at the same time, when his verse came up, I was like, oh, yeah, there's Method. Like, he's got a, a pretty hard-to-deny voice. Um, I also noticed that there was no chorus and uh, appreciated that a bunch but uh this is one of those weird reviews where i said a bunch of positive things but once again just like some of the other submits like the most deaf submit and the the black star uh just the beat sample vocal combo never got me throughout all the marination and i mean that's that's what hip-hop pretty much is right if it doesn't get you then there's not typically a lot of changes in there so uh right. i did say nah but i do owe it to myself to listen to some more wu-tang and so uh Thanks, Berg. Yeah. Introducing well, one of the too. reasons why, yeah, I submitted it is just because it's kind of like a Wu Tang sample platter, right? You can right. hear all their different voices, and their voices are and their styles are very unique. Um, so you can kind of like so after after this album, uh, they all kind of 
put out a bunch of solo albums and some of them worked with uh Riz quite a bit um so you know you got his like signature on a lot of the albums but um but yeah so loves Lubbies. sounds like there's a chance for uh for redemption here what are your thoughts it's uh it's a little bit of a cynical use of the raid redemption i just uh I just was in a car with my 80-year-old mother and I put on the Gilded playlist <laughs> and it went the strangest thing to bad to ball and biscuit. And even Grandma Lubbs was like nodding her head like she was getting down, right? <laughs> if it then went to triumph by freaking the Wu-Tang and ODB yeah. came on telling her that he's going to rub his ass to the moonshine, <laughs> I, I, I freaking crashed the car. <laughs> okay, so... I will uh, use my raid redemption to move this from the dustbin up into the fork. Oh. I'll change my vote to a yes, okay? Because I'm fine with it being in the fork, all right? <laughs> I, uh, I, Scott's analysis was right on. Um, every single one of these, I, I spent enough time with it that uh, I actually ranked the uh, the different verses. I got the RZA as number one, then Ghostface. I figured that the first Wu-Tang adjacent thing that we'd get would be from Berg, probably from Liquid Swords, but uh, the Riz is freaking great. He produced this song. It's fantastic. His verse is the best. He's got this line where it's like syncopated and almost onomatopoeia, but it's like enter through your right ventricle, clog up your bloodstream, heart terminal, like Grand Central Station. That doesn't sound that cool when I say it. When he rolls through it, I, I'm I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, my brain is melting a little bit. <laughs> Ghostface up second, then or, or his is verse eight, but I've got him second on my list of favorites here. Inspected Deck comes in with the bronze medal. Way down at the bottom, um, I put Capadonna and and maybe yeah. second to last Method Man. Um, no, thank you. Pass go. Collect two hundred bucks and move on. Right, <laughs> um, man. The ODB though. The intro is both hilarious <laughs> and awful and repellent. It's it is so bad. It's so it's a, it's such a scramble. Um, Raquel came in and she was like, I, you know, I, she was trying to tell me that she listened to uh, Wu Tang at some point. I'm like, honey, you never listen to Wu Tang. Zero <laughs> percent chance. And she was like, well, maybe I've absorbed some of that because like eighty percent of them are vegans. I'm like, what? what? Anyways, so that's funny. Apparently, that's true. Um, she showed me. So this ODB a... also has a solo album, which is great. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. ODB, like he didn't consider himself a rapper and he was like really into um, like, I don't know, Motown and stuff. And he, that's, so he just goes off on these weird like singing tangents and stuff. And it, one cool thing about the Wu is just how much like everybody looked up to him and just like really loved his crazy style and just let him just, you know, be as crazy as he wanted. To well, he comes in, I think after verse five and he he just has two lines something about um, wu-tang wu-tang the, the saga continues right the saga continues <laughs> <laughs> like, yes it does something like that oh the saga continues but yeah ODB. look look screw screw luke and his no vote loves i mean i can't believe you you wouldn't give your mom the the credit the that she couldn't bang to this song i bet your mom would love this song if it came on the, on the zero zero percent <laughs> she'd be like put that path to climb back on <laughs> Good times. Anyways. Uh, all right. Into the fork with the right. Triumph from Wu-Tang. I didn't get uh, your theme, Berg, but I did get all your guesses correct for different I, I also think I got them correct. And wow, amazing theme. So cool. Great. Really job, good. Good job. The, the nine-piece bands? Is that what's going yeah. on here? Mm -hmm. yeah. For yeah. week nine. 
Good stuff. Nine times. It's officially week ten because I said it, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'll allow it. All right. Look, it's not a, it's not easy to find uh, three bangers made by nine pieces. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to believe you on that one. All right, so it's back to Dave. What do we got next? Okay, yeah, the the raid brings it up into the fork, and we got a two for two start. Let's see if we can match last week's uh, seven in a row to start the week. Uh, next up, we have Bang Bang from Lawrence Taylor. So for this one, we're going to continue what's going to be a common trend this week of all guesses coming in correct. Uh, this was also one of the two favorites from the listeners this week. Uh, they they were only so-so on the playlist this week. They actually only had two songs on the entire playlist that got more than 50% of the votes, and this was one of them. Um, mm-hmm. As for the group over here, not not quite so kind, only the one vote. This is what I expected. <laughs> Tough break. Bang, bang to your heart, Luke. It's oh, <laughs> rough. Nah. Who's lining up to dunk? Oh, I mean, <laughs> uh, so I'll take it on. Um, I, for me, this wasn't the best song to come right after the Wu Tang. <laughs> That's what I'm sure. <laughs> um, with the bang bang and the the lyrics um, talking about his homies and stuff. Um, so just yeah, continuity of the playlist. I think this song got a rough rough placing. Um, but I, I liked the song a decent amount. It just, it wasn't a banger in my book. Um, so yeah, I, I guess the, uh, the breathy vocals kind of threw me a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, it was a decent song. It just wasn't a song that I was wanting to come back to. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. Just real quick. Uh, I thought you shuffled the playlist. Do you always listen to it in the order uh, that it's given? Lately I've been just, uh, pressing play on my first strut just to give it, you know, the play that it deserves, right? The, the play that it deserves I'll... and then shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds... Yeah. That sounds about right. I had it on the fence as well. Um, the, the breathy kind of clipped modern reading of some of the lyrics. I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. It's a two tapper by the end. I really like the rim hits on the drum during the buildup. That's all goodness. Ultimately, the note that I wrote here is, man, this seems like an American Idol song. And I can imagine all the faces this guy makes when he performs this. <laughs> and something about that picture, I was like, ah, nah. And then he has one note in, in just one lyric that every single time I heard it wrong, even though I knew it was coming, I still would hear it wrong. And it'd be like super distracting. You fickle friends and phonies. Mm-hmm. Every single time, the way he pronounced it, I always heard... You fecal friends or phonies. I'm like, man, what is I've never heard somebody call their friends fecal, but uh, that makes sense too, doesn't it? Anyways, all right, that's my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quickly for me, again, I thought it was a tough transition from Wu-Tang. I did give it a long fence. I just, it didn't really go anywhere for me. The bang bang kind of got on my nerves after a while. Um, I wish he had said something else in the main chorus because, you know, the guitar is pretty good at first. It's a good riff. Um, I also loved like that kind of rapid drumming around the two minute mark, but it almost seemed out of place. Like it didn't really, it did, that didn't go anywhere either. So it was kind of strange that only toward the end of the song, that kind of quick tempo or whatever came out of nowhere. But, um, yeah, ultimately I just, I gave it a nah. All right. Well, uh, I, you guys were all right on in that. I said, please have mercy on the song firing up right after Wu-Tang, but obviously that didn't happen. (laughs) Um, so, and nobody went to YouTube Corner with this guy, huh? Nope. No, yeah, well. I didn't. No. 
could have been a whole different world if you guys had uh, a different outlook. It's crazy how YouTube plays a role in uh, in some of my submits. Uh, but yeah, I first caught this guy on YouTube, and uh, the rendition I caught is a solo electric version of this song. And not enough solo electric tunes out there. I feel like certain people can do it right. And the percussive guitar really plays. Uh, like I wrote down, I think the bang bang hook will probably turn some people off. But for me, the full tempo change for the outro, and when you see it solo, it's even more impressive because the percussive guitar that he's playing as he gets into this. I, for one, love songs where it almost has like a part one and part two, and I figured this is one of those songs. I almost considered submitting this as a theme with like kind of multiple part songs uh but there wasn't any other submits that i was really ready to throw down um and i said i don't really expect the song to do well but i've listened to the song uh, a ton in the last few years as soon as i found it i've i've rolled this song a lot and uh i had to toss it out there see what uh, tgp thought and hey dustbin ahoy message received you didn't get dunked on though no just you know everyone kind of liked it just not enough yeah, yeah, no, sometimes I, I like throwing songs out just kind of as an experiment. Say, okay, what are, what are my musical Appreciate brethren that. think of this song, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, not the dustbin. Died on the head. Mm-hmm. But off we go. Dave, back to you. Okay. Next song up, we have No Strings from Mayor Hawthorne. So this is already going to be our our third out of four songs where every guest came in correct. So it's looking likely someone's going to grab the breastplate this week. (laughs) Um, As for the voting, this one also came in at one vote. Wow. I'll start off this time. Um, Yeah, another Luke submit, obviously. I thought this was a shallow but catchy groove about hooking up. This dude wants to take a girl home and bone with no strings attached. I'm like, okay, that's you know not much more to say about it. Um, Who hasn't been there? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like to me though, this guy was all talk and like fake bravado, and that he would end up leaving this girl unfulfilled if she actually went home with him. Kind of like <laughs> oh I'm unfulfilled God. by listening to this song. Um, you know, when he's like, it's one in the morning and you're buzzing like a honeybee. I'm like, come on. To me, I said, this guy needs the lesson from Jack White that we heard last week on Ball and Biscuit. And mm. I said, it's a, it's a fact that Mayor Hawthorne is not the seventh son. Wow. Nah. wow that's You're comparing good. Mayor Hawthorne to, to the White Stripes. What, no, he's just, he's just calling yeah, out just the weird. Joke. <laughs> he's making a joke. The, the, he, he made a comment last week on the Biscuit about yeah, uh, the bravado. just the sexual bravado of that, that whole performance. And he was 100% right. This thing definitely lacks that. I'll just say the oohs and the ahs at the start of the song create a, a freaking cliff that he has to get over to get me into the song um and he never he never gets me past it and i had it on the fence for a little while horns are pretty tight um the vibe i wrote what, what vibe does this summon up in me and all i wrote is i'm a douche and that's all i had <laughs> so berg over to you yeah well this was my hard knot of the week i enjoyed bang bang a hundred times more than this one um Mainly because this just seemed like a song meant for female enjoyment only. Um, listening to another guy talk about how he is in bed and all this sort of stuff. All these lyrics just uh, really threw me off the song and, and I didn't want to listen to it. So, hard nah. 
All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I have a ton of notes on this, but they're all useless now. So, uh, let's, I want to hear some of these notes. Yeah, let's hear it. You Explain love this yourself. song. Bring it out. Yeah. I mean, I never anticipated that the lyrics would be the number one thing that would, would turn people off. I mean, the musicality of this song is what gets me from the start. I mean, they the the Motown adjacent sound, you know, this guy is a dude that I ironically saw when I was waiting for Phoenix to come on at a, at the music festival here in Denver five, six years ago. And, uh, he's gone on to put out, you know, a lot more Motown like sounds. Um, he's originally from Ann Arbor. So he moved to LA to be a producer and then ended up kind of by default, you know, writing and producing a bunch of these songs. Uh, this album is called, how do you do? And it's probably my most played album during my time in Aspen. You know, the whole vibe of the, of the whole album is like this, which I guess, is pretty shitty, uh, depending on how you look at it. Uh, so if you like listening to really shitty stuff, this is a, a good album to put on. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, dig this song a lot. But hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta live on that island, you know. To be an Don't award take for it when, too personal. <laughs> when you only collect your own vote, like all three, it's like like it's like the purple heart or something like that there's got to be an award yeah, for just it's putting glory, it glory. Yeah. you're dying on the hill all quiet on the on the western front or something i don't know all right well we'll put luke out of his misery by moving on to the next song dave what's up okay so next up we have a song that was referred to earlier maybe a possible follow-up to the submission of salt last week we have kiss this from the struts So the the guessing on this one, we actually struck out across the board. It's going to be not a likely thing uh, with the guessing this week, but maybe a bit of a a trap um, based on the guesses that were out there. Uh, As for the the listeners, they they were mostly on it. We had half half the listener vote coming in, so a decent amount. Unfortunately for the group here, it got zero votes. Zero zero votes. Uh, Okay. Man, yes, I, uh, I was hoping the Strut Brothers were going up against <laughs> the Lily White, <laughs> trying to sneak in some Strut. Oh, that's freaking great! That is so funny. Yeah, yeah this song so sucks so hard, <laughs> yeah. dude. I, as the king of Strut, MC Strut, let me step in here and put down some authoritative Strut takes. Uh, the lyrics it, it say, "I'm a tough guy." Um, the the vocals, he's got a pretty solid voice, right? The music is is. You know, I kind of felt some sympathy for Berg's take last week on ACDC, which is like, I was thinking to myself, like, what, what is it exactly that I don't like about this? Mm-hmm. And I started to spend a lot of time thinking, like, is it possible to make rock music in 2020 that doesn't sound like you're just ripping off a playbook from 30, 40 years ago and doing it badly? And I'm not sure that I know the answer to that, but these guys... It just seemed like poser rock all the way, a strut wannabe the whole way down the line. And the thing that really drove me nuts is that synth hit over the chorus. Yeah, it just totally. screamed like some freaking producer was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put this in there. It's going to be just a little bit edgy. And I was like, ugh. To make it sound like a horn though, right? It was, it, I don't but it wasn't. What it was. It was like I synth. hated it to yeah, sound it a little bit like this, guys. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it is. That's the sound of really the horn. Just make it go higher. Like 
<laughs> yeah. Jeez. Good Brilliant. Luke, Good epic. Man, so this was the salt submit, huh? Damn it. I, 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 had, I it had it as salt all week, and then I, there's another song on here that I could not imagine anyone submitting, so I changed my vote, and I'm yeah. annoyed. Yeah. Uh, I had yeah. it as a garb submit for the record. Just, uh, who did you have, Luke? I had it as a love submit. I was like, well, if, the, if there's going to be a rocker submit, it's going to be from loves. It's just, it did not feel uh, salt AI to me. Uh, it was salt. I, we'll never know who submitted it, I that's guess. That's right. Um, and yeah, that alarm sound thing, I just, I couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, maybe there's like a director's cut of this song where the morning wake up alarm is like just not in there. And maybe it's kind of okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, the band called the Struts and, you know, they're trying their best. Um, and man, the uh, the alarm sound, just how can you get around it? Did anyone else think he sounded like George Michael? That's what I kept picturing. Huh. Yeah. This guy, that he sounded like George Michael. Thing. I know. I'm like, I'd rather be hearing George Michael right now. Uh, and the fact that he's repeatedly telling you to kiss this, I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I don't need to be thinking about that. Yeah. Well, we're all dunking on it. Dave, was it uh, AI brain or was it from a user or a listener? So a little bit earlier in the podcast, we did mention one of our listeners looking for their chance to get dunked on. And yes, this one's coming in from Brent Dover. He's got a little comment. <laughs> oh. it. It it's a joke submit, right? He for got the strut MC. It's so so here, here, here's what he's got has to say. With all the strut talk on this pod, it only seems appropriate to have a song entry by the strut. But oh of course, gosh. their songs, real rock and roll, wouldn't be found on the coffee shop indie playlist, which seems to be the only song types that get voted through the Gilded playlist. So Oof. I'll offer up this sacrifice just for the comic potential of having the guys forced to vote down a song from a band that exemplifies their strut attitude, both in literal name and actual stratification of the music the band plays oh, man. How can I, didn't you... get, I didn't even get my chance up at the bat to uh to dunk oh. on that song but i'll say this you can't sneak one past the strut mcs <laughs> yeah you, know? you can't do it brent what are you doing you just, to think i got my training wheels and musical theory from brent and he's putting up this garbage get out of here brent wild pete's sake uh. Zero votes as it deserved. As well, it it's deserves. funny. Uh, so these guys apparently they came up with the name like the Struts, and they were like, "Man, I can't believe it wasn't taken." <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, because if you're gonna if you're gonna name yourself the Struts, you better be able to back it up. Yeah. And the yeah. song does not. Man, brutal. Brent, call me. We'll work on some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love you still. Um. All right, Dave. Let's move on. I passed that nuclear wasteland into something better. Hopefully. Okay, next song up, we have The Main Squeeze with Karma. So this was the other song that tripped people up this week that also had no correct guesses, maybe a a bit of a falling out from the the previous song as um, several of the people threw in their salt guesses on this one. Um, as for the voting on it, Market. we got our second fork. Mar- oh, only a fork. Oh, oh. all right. Huh. Well, fork. Who wants to kick it off? Let's hear the no vote, shall we? Were you throwing out an indicator there, Berg? This isn't a Berg song. No, no it's it, not a Berg song. The market, I, I thought he might be throwing an indicator Mark, out. Like I was throwing an indicator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, voted, I voted no on this song. No. Oh, jeez. I uh, voted no. 
I said I couldn't imagine anyone in the group submitting this song. I thought it could only be the salt. I said, no way Berg likes this song because he hates phony Western concepts of karma and namaste and all that shit. Uh, I guess I was wrong. Um, That's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And it's like, karma going to get you. I was like, oh, God, this is so dumb. Uh, And I thought it was a female vocalist until I looked up the band. I don't know. I don't have a lot of notes. I just, I didn't like it. You know, and like the sexy breakdown, like. I know you like it. I know how you, it feels good. All that. I'm just like, yeah, come on. Like, no, I'm, I'm amazed it got the fork. Look, I would be proud if this were a bird, a bird submit because, uh, yeah, this is a, this is a banger. This is one of this week's come out of nowhere bangers. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it had, it reminded me a little bit of like, uh, uh, Brittany Howard, uh, but it was, I think a guy that's the lead vocal. Yeah. But, um, Beagle, black dude. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, fun lyrics, great attitude. Um, my, I do have a note here. Now that I'm saying it, I did take some notes, and I said we'll see if Scott digs these hand and snap bits. Because yeah, this song brings the fun. But uh, yeah, this I didn't mind the lyrics at all. Thought they were awesome. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll jump in. Uh, I liked it a bunch too. I thought it was a garb submit. I thought he was sidling up next to the Black Pumas and just kind of doing the. Uh, Motown adjacent all the way across, but uh, that was not the case. But hey, uh, these guys have popped in my DW here and there. Uh, I definitely should have given them a closer look sooner. I really dig the band name. Uh, I love the the hard hitting open, and I can only imagine that these guys are pretty awesome to see live. Um, the dirty bass and and the chorus, the the falsettos and the chorus are great. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I too like like Garbs. I was took me a minute to realize that the lead singer was a dude, but he's got a heck of a look. If you go to their about section on Spotify, and I'll put that that photo in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a great song through and through. I'm shocked. It's a love submit, um, but I I thought I was gonna die alone. Um, couple of thoughts. This is a really patient song. It, there's a lot. It's it's pretty loud, um, but man, as I noticed when I was jogging, I'm like, is this song too slow? Like, should it be a little faster? Hmm. Um, and it's something that started to kind of annoy me. And I kind of pulled a garber there and fenced it for a little <laughs> while before voting. <laughs> yes. Ultimately, um, the reason I think this ended up on my discovery weekly is in thanks to trash Panda. I, I see hmm. some similarities in the guitar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was like, Oh, okay. And because I'd been marinated and prepped with trash pandas, Atlanta girls, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go main squeeze and and put this thing on the submit. Um, the other thing that put me over the top and garbs, I I assume based on some earlier commentary from an earlier episode, the David Gilmore heart piercer that you're familiar with the, the great works of Pink Floyd. They've got a song called have a cigar, which is a fantastic jam. And, these guys solidified their themselves with me. There's a YouTube clip of them doing a cover of Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd, which is unbelievable. Hmm. And the only complaint I have about this song is that the guitar doesn't go hard enough because uh. the dude can freaking rip. And uh, this is a really talented band. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what comes, comes from them uh, in the future. Uh, I think the guy's voice, you guys mentioned, yeah, I, when I when I looked up what he looks like on, <laughs> I was like, wait, that dude, right? <laughs> like he's got kind of a naturally high voice. He's representing for the lovers out there. <laughs> um, 
And uh, uh, he doesn't seem like he's stretching in a falsetto, like we'll hear on some other songs later, right? He doesn't seem like he's just doing a falsetto for the sake of falsetto. And I I love it. So glad that it's in the fork. Um, Last thing I'll say is Garbs, you hit it right on the head. If there was a reason not to vote for this thing, the bridge kind of sucks. Low key sucks with the, uh, um, you know, Mm-hmm. You know, it feels good. That whole thing, it, it felt to me very like CeeLo, kind of gnarls Barkley, but CeeLo solo kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but ultimately, I could see past it because I thought the guitar was crunchy. His voice was on top of the whole thing. and I liked it. So there yeah, it is. Loves, I uh, I caught randomly caught them doing a cover on YouTube of uh, Man in the Mirror. And their guitar guy takes like a great long solo at a certain point and i'm like yeah where where is this in in the karma song so hey. it, it seems like they've got more to offer than they even show in this song unleash kind of crazy yeah let it happen well there you go karma into the fork uh and back to you gd dave what's up next all right another fork let's see if we can get some more guilds here next song up we have dollar from electric guest So most of the group was on target with this one. Uh, two of the three guesses correct. Um, on the listener side, this was one of the two songs the listeners really weren't fans of, one of the two songs that didn't pick up any listener votes. However, in our group, it picked up a split decision. We're going classic team. Hmm. Interesting. All that right. makes sense. Yeah. So who submitted? And I guess, Luke, why don't you... Who... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to direct traffic here. Somebody, <laughs> somebody take control. Freak. Uh, I, I, go ahead. This is a Scott submit. Yeah. Yeah, this, go, this is a ahead, Scott Rick. submit. Um, this is a song that uh, I was on one side of the fence and then on the other side of the um throughout the week. Uh, the song itself sounded very familiar, except for I'm, I, I don't know. I can't think of actually ever hearing this specific song before. Um, but yeah, it ultimately ended up on the NAS side of the fence just because it didn't uh, impress me to the point where I wanted to listen to it more. And I was actually surprised to see that I uh, I do like a few of this guy's songs quite a bit. He's got some other songs where they have some other songs or whatever that I actually uh, a lot. But, um, but yeah, this song's just a, kind of a soft nah. I didn't mind that song, but it, it was just a nah at the end of the week. I'll uh, swing in on the yes side. Uh I just thought that the the variety of the vocal melodies that are all introduced um, throughout the song are just freaking great. Um, here's like two different vocal melodies that he just unleashes, I think, before they even get to the first chorus. Like, I just appreciated that not only was there that with the, the vocal melodies being pretty varied, uh, this was one that had one of the most pleasant uses of mother effer that I've ever heard. And I was like, Oh, that was actually <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> this song is actually a builder without telling you that it's a builder because essentially like at either new verse or new chorus, they bring in something new. Yeah. And like later on, they bring in like a triangle or something like every time it's just a little bit, but it's not, they don't necessarily make you pay for it with like the slow build. Like it's just, we start off with something pretty solid and then at each point we add in something new, uh, the horns hit on the first chorus. So, uh, yeah, this is an easy yes for me. Hey, so does anybody know, so these are the guys that did that song. Oh devil. And I remember that being, uh, 
100% falsetto male voice the whole time as well. Hmm. It, all their songs, all falsetto all the time. Is that? I don't know. Anybody know? I don't know either. No. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's a lot of falsetto, yeah, right? It, it's, right? It is. I'm with Berg. I voted no classic teams, I guess. The Holmesbees, but we, we were both kind of on the fence with this one. I could have voted yeah, but I, I just kept thinking like, man, if I ended up putting this thing into the guild, like, does this really hold up? No. Does it really stand up <laughs> over time? Not really. And that, and it's funny. This out. was one. This was the one that I was very close to voting no on of my own, just because <laughs> the first time I heard, you know, the first time I heard it, I liked, I, like Luke was saying, like the different kind of vocal melodies, the falsetto. I thought was okay, fun, yeah, a little bit too much. But the more I just, you know, yes, it's catchy and all the hooks good. I, the the two f bombs are, are funny just because they're so unnecessary, <laughs> but the more I listen to the song, like it just, it kind of grated on me after a while. And it, it's, it's long. I know I've, I've said that before, but this song, <laughs> and I didn't really pick up on that Luke, how it keeps subtly changing, yeah. but it just, it, it felt like, man, this needs to, this should end <laughs> sooner. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really close to voting no on it, but I didn't. So I, I totally get it. And I have no problem with it being in the dustbin. You voted yes. <laughs> I did. I voted. I ended up voting yes on the song, but uh, uh, do you uh, do you know it. any other? Do you know any other other songs? Have you have you listened to them before? No, they came oh, okay. they came up on the discovery for me, but I did listen to some of the other ones and I liked them. But um, yeah. this is the one I end up going with. But yeah, they pop up on on DW for me a lot as well, and most of the time, I'm like yeah, this is pretty good. So maybe it's just a matter of finding that uh, yeah. perfectly right submit. Yeah. All right. Dollar. Dollar to the dustbin. Dave, back to you. <laughs> Okay, next song up, we have European Festivity Nightmare from Turquoise. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so this one's going to start a little run of the guessing being bang on. We got all correct guesses here. Um, this was the other song mentioned that the listeners came in with no votes on. But the group over here had different opinions. We got another fork. Oh, jeez. I'm so proud to be alone. <laughs> I've never been more proud. What are you talking about? What is wrong with you guys? I'll tell you exactly what's wrong with you guys. Here's my number one note. Susudio meets 80s movie montage or 80s <laughs> commercial bit for a freaking used car lot. That start off is so, Love. so, so bad. You got to hear what it I goes, pulled. You got to hear what I pulled. It goes on. Okay, pull it. Your play. 80s intro. You ready? So here's the European intro. And then here's not Susudio, but... And that's Easy Lover, also by Phil Collins. And exactly. Yeah. You, I, my next note, you're trying to backdoor Susudio into the guild. Nice try. The nightmare in the title, these jokes are too easy. The brief sax solo, one of you a-holes is going to vote for this, but then complain about Bowie's sax? How dare you? <laughs> I can go on and on. Holy hell, this is awful. I can't believe this. My vibe slash emotions, listening to this, anger. <laughs> The only thing I like about it, it goes on long enough that I forget that all other music exists. <laughs> and then this earworms into my head and I begin to like it before snapping back to life and realizing that I'm pissed off. <laughs> Another positive, they use the word night swimming in one of the lyrics of the song, which briefly reminds me of a much better REM song. And I mm. smile and remember that other music exists for a time. 
I can't believe this is in the fork. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Podcast over. We got three yeses. Can I, was this a red redemption for you, loves? Do we have a yeah. possibility of, <laughs> of talking you into it? <laughs> we might be able to talk him into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh. I, I've, heard, I've heard Garbs give his own songs better thrashings than that and then vote <laughs> yes. <so. laughs> songs that he voted yes on, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. so... I'll I'll jump in. That's that's hilarious, loves, and that's how I felt the first time I heard this song. But and this song is so goofy. I never heard of this nine member group. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I like didn't pick up on the theme, but probably should have. Um, I watched some of their YouTube clips. That they look like they're having a blast playing. There's like two female vocalists and another guy, and um, they're just they look like a lot of fun. So I initially did not like the song at all, and then I said, however, I went to their website and I looked up the lyrics because you guys know I don't listen to lyrics but I'm like I hate this song but I want to like hear what they're talking about I'm going to listen to it and like read along as it's happening and I did and I had a great time <laughs> so I'm like what a European misadventure I liked how it was about some guy traveling to Germany being completely out of depth searching for cocaine and getting blitzed at <laughs> Oktoberfest or something I looked up it's like Ich, whatever Wilbur Pulver it means I want white powder which I thought was hilarious um, <laughs> and then he gets like stuck and held up in France he's trying to go home so initially i thought it was retro and synthy and lame um but the more i listened to it i I was digging the male female vocal trade-off which i'm like that's another bird tip off to me (laughs) um and yeah it it it, like with the euro travel vibe i'm like this is probably berg and i i ended up liking it so you enthusiastically thumbs up this and if it had sat next to pick a song on the gilded playlist um you would have been okay with that yeah, yeah. I just—it's funny because the more I listened to the song, and I, when I actually paid attention to it, I thought it was uh, like funny, and it it told a story that like kind of sucked me in, and I was I enjoyed it, and I think yeah, it's goofy, but I I liked it, and it was only as a result of the marination and actually like paying attention. Luke, yeah, thoughts? I, I'll come in and say that the lyrics probably actually threw me more than anything. I wrote down that the shopping list style vocals really threw me off at the start. Um, and the title originally had me wondering if this is a non-English song. Uh, it just it sounds like a bad translation from you know a Chinese <laughs> proverb or something like that. Um, but the musicality of it all throughout just did it for me. Like all the elements, even the thing that I pulled up where it sounds exactly like Easy Lover. I'm like, that's kind of great. I felt like it was almost like an homage to like a uh, you know one of those like you said like an '80s song. And uh, all the vocals, all the different musical elements, I thought the guitar solo kind of ripped in the middle. And then, yeah, they threw in the sax song at the end. So I hear what you're saying, loves. This is this is no banquet, but uh, it had enough to, to earn me the yes vote. And then you got to leave it up to the TGP gods to see what happens, you know, with your one yes vote. See what happens. Yeah, uh, this song is an homage. It's a, it's a tip of the hat at, uh, to the 80s. And... Um... Yeah, everything from the cover art to uh, the musicality of it. Um, this is the song that I built this week's theme around because so I've been wanting to introduce this song for quite a few weeks. This song's been in my my list of favorites for, for quite a long time. It's just a fun song. Um, I love the lyrics. Uh, I love like lines like, is it real or is it slumber? Things like that. I love the male-female trade-off. I love the sound like Phil Collins. Yeah, this is a this is a, a goofy song and and I love it. And there is no shame. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was amazing. you the second I heard it. That is great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'll just say I am I am the shield that guards the uh, <laughs> the gilded playlist. I prevent trash, especially Euro trash, from making it in. <laughs> and good. Dave, back to you. All right, our third fork of the week. Keep piling them up. Uh, next song up, we have local natives with who knows who cares. I've been going down, down into the river, baby. Listen to the sound, something only God knows. So another song with all correct guesses on it. And mm. also uh, all votes coming in as yes. We got another guild. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. Take a bow, Luke. Dude, yeah. after the thrashing of no strings, I was like, oh, Lord, my, my tastes of the mid zeros or mid tens are just completely, completely thrown off. But hey, I did OK. Um, Local natives are great. Thank, OK, good. I'm glad to hear that. I, midweek, I was super nervous that I had submitted the wrong song. You know, I've, I've been considering submitting Local Natives from the day we started this podcast. And there's like three other songs in my consideration list that uh i've considered but uh i went with this one so i'm glad to hear it uh not only got the fork but got the guilt exciting take about did did you see these guys live and then realize this was a banger or was this one that just came off the album for you i caught them first somehow somewhere when i was living in aspen and then amazingly i was in tucson for work or something and they were playing at that venue down by the train tracks that's also an art museum during the day did you guys ever see a show there it's called solar culture and uh-huh. you know crazy weird venue like it's super long and it's only like 12 feet wide it feels like um but they were incredible yeah this is a band where every member really contributes you know they have your normal guitar guitar bass drums and keys but like the guy that plays keys also plays drums and he tends mm-hmm. to sing the higher harmony vocals and then the guy, the lead guy, who also tends usually has a mustache, so he really kind of stands out in the pictures. Uh, he does the mid vocals, and then they all sing on the OOs, which is probably no surprise. I remember tweeting at the time like uh, they must have put out an amazing band. Artists wanted must be willing to sing OO for eternity. <laughs> you know, way back when when they all somehow <laughs> came together. Um, so yeah, and then I've I saw them recently a few years ago in Denver uh, with their whole new album, and they were just as awesome then. Um, so they keep putting out uh, really great stuff. A um, couple other things, uh, iTunes Corner. This is my second most played local native songs with 114 spins. YouTube Corner. I didn't even bother to pull because all their stuff is great. Uh, they do the Blogotech uh with this song specifically which is awesome if anybody hasn't ever checked out blogotech it's this guy out of france that he does concerts with these bands that are basically like in public they're usually like walking somewhere or they like start somewhere nondescript and they end up in like this amphitheater where there's people waiting like really awesome stuff to to search out i'll put a link in the in the show notes wait wait wait, wait. sorry let's take a pause oh this YouTube guy does what? He he starts with the band like a block away and they start playing the music and he's like filming them and then they show up and like they're playing already and they enter an amphitheater is what I'm picturing. Is that accurate? I mean, not all of them, but it's it's all handheld camera, right? And it's it's all done in one take. And it usually involves like moving from like one not so impressive place into some place with like amazing acoustics. And usually there's like random passersby in the street. Some of them choose mm. to like hang out and watch and some of them you know, go home because huh. they've got groceries in their bag, like really awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I'll definitely put a link in there because 
Sounds there's cool. tons of artists that have done Blago Tech that are super impressive. Um, so I'm plus this song for you. Let, let, let us yeah. take us and you can have the last word. Um, do you have a sound drop for when those drums kick in around 140? I certainly do right here. You can let it down, jump into the river, baby. Easy as a sound, never quite as easily. Oh, yeah. So nice. you, you mentioned earlier that you like songs that are like two halves. And to me, I was really on the fence with this song. And then I realized when I was had this thing out for a jog, I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. This thing is going to another level. And I figured that somebody saw these guys perform it live. And when I figured I was your song, I figured, okay, probably saw this these guys <laughs> live. And I can only imagine them taking this song and then all of a sudden that drum rip, um, just taking it to another level. And as I started to picture that and imagine like how that would be, and then, you know, you talk about my love for builders, like this song ultimately is a builder. Mm-hmm. But it's also a song that I find that it's more than the sum of its parts. Everything in isolation to me is okay to good. But when it's all piled together by the end, it's fantastic. And I love it. I'm not super crazy about the guy's voice. I'm not, you know, the different musical elements. I'm like, uh, okay, by itself. But then at the end, I'm like, this thing is fantastic. And I'm loving every second of it. So great pick by you. And uh, uh, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, uh, easy loop guess and easy vote yes for me. Um, it's not my favorite local native song, but it's a it's a great one, very pretty. Um, they just have such like a classic 2010s vibe and sound to me. Um, I first heard these guys live at a concert that I was at with my wife when we were first dating. She invited me to this concert. I never heard of local natives. So I, I just went to this concert, which is always pretty risky when you go to a whole concert of a un- totally unknown band. But it was amazing. Like I imagine seeing these guys live and you've never even heard them before. Like they blew me away. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, they I, I really like their stuff. It's a, it's a great song and it's talk to me. I think it's talking about going with the flow in life to Colorado. And I'm like, Oh, it's like Luke's life story. So <laughs> sounds like an easy, easy Luke, uh, guess and good song. What do you think Bert? Yeah, I agree. Um, really pretty song and a song that kind of evokes a emotion that I like. Uh, when songs do that, um, and Luke seems to have a good good uh, ear for, for picking out those type of songs that I vibe with. Um, so yeah, this was just one of those songs where every time it came on uh, during the week, it was like a soothing, enjoyable song to listen to. And I've never really listened to these guys at all. Like their name sounds familiar, the local natives, but I've never actually sought them out. So thanks for the introduction. Yeah, and I'll say this is probably a band where I could submit another song down the road that has a totally different sound, but I think everybody here would also love, like they've really evolved and grown. They tend to put out an album just about every three years. Uh, They're up to like four albums now. And this song is nowhere near on their even top 10 most played. So uh, they've only, I think, gotten better from here. Uh, Lots of really awesome sound and random side note uh, for Berg is their second album. This is on their first album. I listened to it pretty much nonstop when I was on my way to Guam, but it happened to be yeah. when I was flying from San Francisco to Japan. So like anytime any song from that album comes up, I, I somehow think of my weird flight to Japan and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, good times with those memories. So maybe I'll save one of those nice. songs for another time. I'll try spinning that album. Yeah. All right. They're, they're great. Two guilds? Two guilds? Is that? That's two guilds. That's wow. two guilds so far. Two guilds, two forks. Dave, back to you. Let's see if we can keep, the, keep it going. Yeah, two guilds, three forks. Let's hope that trend continues. Next up, we have the 2015 remaster of New Order's Age of Consent. 
made. So, <laughs> this was another song with uh, unanimous guessing across the board. Um, this was also the other of two songs that uh, took the lead in terms of listener voting for the week. And as for the group here, we're going to go with a guild again. Nice. Well played, boys. All right, so everybody guessed it's a love song. Um, here, here's, I guess, as I thought about, what can I say about this song? This, what, what I think is interesting is this is the, the song I wish that I had listened to when I was like 13 or 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, because because why? Because if I was going to start a rock band or if I was going to, you know, like me and my buddies, Jono and I were going to really try and start a, a band. Here's a song that is both awesome and yet simple and approachable. You can hear each of the uh, of the instruments. You know what's going on. And yet it, it's awesome the whole way through. You can imagine starting a band after you hear this song. Um, I think it's, you know, it's just approachable. It's, it's amazing. I, I've always loved this song. It, it's just a quick reminder in contrast to our fawning over the uh, the White Stripes last week. I go to a white stripe show and I am banging my head a little bit for sure, but largely I'm just, it's a show. I am watching Jack white perform this virtuoso thing, right? Not all music, a great majority of it is, is not about just standing there, sitting there and watching somebody. This is a song that's like all about kind of dancing and moving. Right. Mm -hmm. And you could argue, Hey, it's long. And and we, we always say that on this thing, but (laughs) It goes on and on and on. It's got, you know, I, I, the, the, the the main riff, whoever's playing that, I can't imagine trying to do that for five and a half minutes yeah, on time the whole way. Forever. It'd be rough, minutes. right? Mm-hmm. But um, it is a, in a weird way, it's like a rock club banger. I, I don't know what the history of this song was, like where they played it. But like if it was 1985 and you were in the club and this came on, like I could imagine having a good time. You know what I'm saying? So... Love this song. Super glad you guys love it too. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they put out primarily club tracks. And so this was, you know, more of their rock song, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a timeless banger and it's like, it's the new order song that does uh, survive the test of time or transcend time. Um, All their other songs are very trapped in the eighties or Hmm. a a lot of their other songs. This album actually has it. This album has this sound throughout the the album so it's mm-hmm. a it's a great album i think what is it their second album third album i don't know but uh, it's, i, think I it's thought it was yeah and it came um, out in 1983 yeah, is, which is amazing this is a this is an amazing track um there are some good covers uh from some other artists that i like that do this track um i think it can be done in different ways and still be awesome um so yeah i was gonna ride if this didn't get the uh <laughs> guild but this is a meatball that is deserving of the guild this is actually so this had been on my short short list of submit ever since we started this game yeah so it ended up in the list list. for me too it was on my short list i'm like i'm sick of seeing this thing on the short list i'm submitting it <laughs> dang it nice that's funny yeah. garbs what'd you think yeah i thought it was great um I, I've heard of New Order, of course, and Joy Division, I, but I couldn't like name a bunch of their songs. So I, I'd heard this song before, but I, you know, had to go look look it up a little bit. But it's it's great. It, what's cool is it's it does feel totally '80s, but at the same time, there are parts of it that feel like indie band from the 2010s. Um, like especially the rapid strumming that happens around 2:45, like that you. does not feel '80s to me. Right here, you, you have you have a clip. Oh, cool. 
so good. Yeah, it's not not 80s like Blue Monday and stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the not 80s. Yeah, exactly. And that's why yeah. I, like that that is surprising to hear that from a song from 1983 or whatever. Totally. So that I thought it was awesome. And like you could literally if if no one had heard that song before, you could tell them that it was from 2013 and they'd believe it. Yeah. Um so yeah, I thought and even the the guy's voice is kind of shaky like it's like he seems like he's barely hitting those high notes which mm-hmm. i kind of like i like the amateur feel of this and it's funny love so you're talking about like if you're starting a band like this is what you think about because it's it's not perfectly produced and it's not like a virtuoso performance it's a little rough around the edges and i and i like that it's it's not pure like that and it, it seems like a little bit shaky um, totally so yeah i I, th- I thought it was great yeah i I too have never really listened to New Order or Joy Division or sought them out, but obviously, if as I'm listening to the song, I'm like, this song is all the songs that I like, or a vast majority of the songs that I like that have come out in the last ten, twenty years, owe something to this song, right? This this is the band that started the the, uh, the song that shall not be named, right? I mean, where is that song? Where is uh, Dance Yourself Clean without this song, right? Like James James Murphy. <laughs> I'll tell you where it is. <laughs> yeah. James Murphy is all over this, right? I mean, this sounds like him. The 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 loose vocals you were talking about, Garbs. I mean, it's it feels like James Murphy is almost trying to do an impression. And I, I imagine he kind of is, right? And I I'm fine with that. I, it's so cool to realize that bands like this existed in 83 and yet it's not anything that typically the radio was playing. And yet still somehow these guys fought their way through and became as influential as they are. Uh, I had the same note as you loves like, I hope you like that bass line because it, it plays without break, without change for the entire song. Uh, and yeah, I pulled that, that clip of that strum solo, as I called it in the middle garbs that you really liked it. Um, and yeah, the little, the little oohs that come in at the end, this is somewhere on that evolutionary scale that we've talked about. One so, yeah. comment I'll make is, uh, it's funny because in a couple other songs, the ones I picked, I'm like, man, this is way too long. And you guys are said, like, I think loves, you said this song is long. I never once thought about the length of the song. Mm. Yeah. So that's just, I thought for sure garbs just real quick. I was like, who votes no on this thing and why? Right. (laughs) And I've got the, well, it's long and and it's repetitive. That riff eventually drives me nuts. And Mm. I'm really stoked that you guys didn't take the bait on that one. Cause the, the different pieces that, whether it's the, uh, the guitar scratch strum or the ooze or the synth that comes in, it's like just when you think it's going to get boring, it's like no, this baseline is just setting the table here, mm-hmm. and we're going to keep bringing in cool, interesting things and then pulling them back. Yeah. It's freaking amazing. I love this song. Nineteen eighty-three yeah, nice. banger. Nineteen eighty-three banger. All right, we got another banger. guild, so we're this is three. this is wild. Up to three. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the next one, Dave. What do we got? Okay, next song up, we have Acrobats from Mount Joy. So for this one, we had uh, two of the three guesses come in correct. Um, also was some slight disagreement on the voting, but it was enough to get a fork. Nice. Oh, wow. 
Interesting. Right. Let's get the no vote out there right away. Who 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 wants to take responsibility Show for yourself. that travesty? Uh, yeah, that was that was me. Uh, uh, boo. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't dislike this was another song with where I didn't dislike the song by any means. Um, there was just nothing uh, that kept me coming back to the song. I, I was I kept going back to other songs um, throughout the week. I have very little notes about this song. I like like I like the sound of that guitar that was playing right there. Um, and there were elements of this of this song that I liked, but uh, ultimately just it wasn't a song that I'm going to be marking as a favorite and, and wanting to listen to more. Um, but it seems like these guys are popular. So maybe are there other, are there a lot of other songs that they have, or uh, it looks like they've got a lot of songs. What's the story I, with these I guys? Think they do. Yeah. I'll, I'll come to your, your rescue. I think loves, I think this is a, a love cement. I obviously don't need to rescue. This is in the fork, but uh, yeah, these guys appear in my DW pretty often. And I realize I actually have a different one of their songs previously faved. Um, I thought this song was was great. If there was any song that was kind of a midweek revelation for me, it was this one. Like the mood that that gets set at the beginning and that just kind of carries throughout is the thing that I really loved. And and what I love most is we play that intro and it kind of sets this one uh, tone and melody, but then they bring in a whole second melody before they even start the verse. And it's not doing anything crazy, but it's just setting the stage for like kind of the mood and the feeling that the vocals are going to bring in later um so i really loved it out of the gate like the first 45 seconds and then it actually goes quite a few different places i love the the raw emotion in the vocals and the guitar and it's actually pretty different from some of the other songs of theirs that i have faved so pretty impressive range from this group and uh i love the transition to the chorus uh, the bridge with the kind of experimental keyboards maybe it was not my fave, but the guitar brings it back with that great riff that they, they use throughout. So yeah, grew on me like crazy, uh, really helped with the marination and, and vaulted to one of my faves of the week. So bravo loves, uh, bravo garbs oh. actually. <laughs> well done, garbs. <laughs> yeah. Um, garbs, this was my number one song of the week. Wow. Um, I you thought this was a revelation. Was a track, right. You can yeah. See that it's, well. yeah. He can take the credit. That's fine. I told <laughs> no, no. I'm giving the guys the credit. Um, it's a song that reminds me of Ben's era Radiohead. Um, it also like mixed with some non falsetto Jeff Buckley, and I can't praise anything higher than that. Mm. Like it's not possible for me. So my early uh, notes in the week were: What's going on here? What What is this? <laughs> and then I think like Luke. Um, it it just triggered and i realized okay that clip that you just played a minute ago luke it has that bass line and then that bass goes like down an octave and mm-hmm. it hovers down at the bottom and it it really i don't know why i keep on going back to this idea of the bass setting the the table for everything else but this thing creates this wall of sound that you're barely aware is there while the singer who has kind of a rough verse 1 really grows into the rest of the song and this like mystery and this emotion kind of pulls you in. By the end of this thing, my mind is blown. I'm like, what is going on with these guys? Why have I never heard of them before? This is a completely new band for me. Nice. I was blown away. I thank you, Senor Garber. Wow. For giving me the song. High praise. Oh, oh my gosh. Go. I thank That's you, That's why sir. we play the game. Yeah. Nice 
Man, I didn't get dunked on too hard this week. I'm a, I've got new life, baby. I'm back. Uh, so yeah, this was a, a random discovery by me. I don't, I didn't know these guys, uh, but I, I kept seeing them pop up, like Luke was saying. Um, and the, the, there are a lot of songs that I think are really cool. This one just grabbed me right at the beginning. That the guitar, the melody, it's it's moody, it's sad, and it it. it kind of like that bass you mentioned it it drops like a, a two note there's like that surprising two notes that go even lower than you were, you were expecting and then the drums kind of kick in in the tease that we heard and, and then like yeah later on like the, his voice comes in and it's it's not at all what you're expecting i just thought this song was really interesting and surprising and kind of haunting in a way and i just haunting I, mysterious yeah, something yeah i really liked it and um it's funny i have like almost i have no notes i even say like i'm like oh, no no notes on this one i just there's something about it that i really just like and uh don't know anything about these guys and yeah that was kind of an it for me i'm like i like the song and i'm submitting it so i'm glad it got uh in the fork yeah you threw a home area and uh touchdown or close to a touchdown yeah so how did you discover it was it a weekly thing or was yeah, it a- just a dw you know i i started my own account thanks to patreon <laughs> subscribers uh <laughs> and uh yeah it's it, i'm uh, mining the mining the playlist and finding some cool stuff you know, some some stinkers like a dollar and uh, you know whatever, but some some uncut gems in there as well. Beautiful. Well, thank you for that, Dave. Back to you. We're on to uh, our second to last. All right. Next up, we have Tones of Home from Blind Melon. So this one came in also with two or three correct. It was our last uh, guess as salt for the week. Um, as for the voting on this one, it's coming in as a split decision. We got HMS Surprise versus Dale Blues. I knew it. I predicted this <laughs> I, as soon. Okay, so what's hilarious is, and I'm going to jump in here because shame on you guys. Shame on Luke. Shame. Shame, shame. shame on Bird. <laughs> okay. Shame. Shame. The, the second I heard the tease for Tones of Home, I was my mouth fell open because I number one, I had been planning on submitting a Blind Melon song, and this was one of the ones I was going to submit. And when I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, someone submitted this!" Wow! I instantly knew it was Loves, and uh, I was just so excited. And as soon as it was submitted, I'm like, okay, I know for a fact Luke and Berg are going to dunk all over the song, <laughs> and I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to riot. So yeah, here I go. So first of all. Blind Melon, great band from the early 90s, total tragedy with them. They, you know, Shannon Hoon, incredible lead singer, um, was friends with Axl Rose. I don't know if you guys know much about Shannon Hoon, but he helped them in the studio, get Guns N' Roses in the studio with Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Um, he died, of obviously, of a drug overdose at 28. But to me, like, the tragedy of this band is they had that one hit with No Rain and unfortunately had that video with the B-girl, and it took off, and it ruined the band. And anytime they played anywhere, people were just requesting that song, and the band got so pissed that they stopped playing it, and then they would play it, but they would play weird versions of it, Hmm. just to, like, F with the audience. Um, And it kind of ruined them, and they were a great rock and roll band. Um, He had such a unique voice, a great rock and roll voice, and, yeah, it's just, it's a shame. So this song... um, 
you know, it's to me, it's, it's he's talking about he's fed up with the, the bullshit of L.A. or the music scene or whatever. And he's talking about flying away back home. And it seems kind of sad in retrospect. You know, he's he's out of here. He's flying away like and then he, he dies um, at such a young age. But, you know, there's so many cool parts about this song. Uh, first of all, and I, I had Luke pull three clips from this song, and I, I don't think I've ever had Luke pull three clips from any song. <laughs> so the first one that I think is just great. And, you know, you you guys may think, oh, this is like any song from the from the early 90s, like whatever. But there are th- things in here that are totally unique and are just really cool and are only Shannon Hoon and Blind Melon. Like um, the 248 to 255, Luke played out where he's screaming. Like he he has a beautiful voice, but then he, he like screams and then he says, gotta go. And it rips into the guitar solo. Here's See why he about... was buddies with Axel right there, I think. Yeah, yeah, it well... sounds like Axel, and then even then he he goes into like the scat breakdown that sounds like Axel, and but it's not like he's imitating Axel. He's like equal to Axel in my opinion. And there's another clip of that. Uh-huh. So good. So, so good. good. And, and then finally, I'll bring it home by saying this song. Any other like rock song from this era would have ended at the 330 mark and just when you think this one ends and it, it has a, like a perfect bow on it and it goes quiet but then it completely surprises you and it rips into another great verse with the, like the backing vocals and it just kicks ass and there's a clip for that too mm-hmm. oh. So for some of our younger listeners who may not have heard these guys or this song, I wouldn't be surprised if that moment was like, whoa, kind of like hit them in the face, punched them in the mouth. And uh, I kind of want to punch Luke Enberg in the mouth for saying no on this song. Man, our second threats of second threats of violence uh, for this podcast. Last week we had uh, the threat of, uh, you know, me getting punched by Lutz now. Now garbs. Get used to it. That's what uh, HMS Surprise is all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the meta has changed. Um, yeah, so actually, I thought this song, if you know, you were going to pick a song off this album, uh, this is the song to pick. This is, um, the song that I didn't mind listening to. Um, whereas the other songs I would, uh, be very annoyed by. But yeah, ultimately, this song, it's in, it's impossible to separate from that album and to separate, um, from those times. It's kind of funny how these, these albums, that everybody owned at the time, um, you know, some of them age uh, better than others, uh, in your personal opinion. And uh, yeah, Blind Melon is one of those bands, and this is one of those albums where I just I don't really want to listen to it anymore. And um, I got rid of it at some point when I got rid of all my CDs, and have been fine with that decision. But uh, not a bad song though. Not not like if if I could se- somehow separate it from you know, all those other memories and, you know, the No Rain song, then maybe I would enjoy it more. Exactly. It's the tragedy of No Rain. It, it ruined yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's a it, great, great band. I, I agree. Loves, uh, I'll be quick and let you have the last word. Uh, yeah, I guess I am one of the, the victims of the Blind Melon No Rain debacle. Um, I didn't 
dabble in in blind melon all that much obviously it's impossible to not know no rain from back then uh the funny thing about scott asking me to pull the clips is that he asked me to pull three and i already had one and it's because i was pulling it to say this is a part of the song that i really dislike <laughs> so that that first clip that garbs played or the garbs asked me for he was putting in as a positive and i had already pulled it as a negative so i guess that goes to show you how this song can kind of take people a few different ways um so yeah, I guess I'm just a victim of it. The the Shannon Hoon vocals, uh, I did not tap into them back in the day, and they did not grab me as being fun to listen to now. So uh, props, you know, to going with a, a deep cut, early '90s kind of mid grunge, you know, that, that wasn't Pearl Jam or Nirvana, but uh, I was fast forwarding the song pretty often by around Wednesday. So hmm. loves, tell me while I'm wrong. So wrong, Luke. Um, let's put Shannon Hoon over there for a second, right? Great vocalist. He does some flex on this song, which is a lot of fun. Um, the, the lyric is solid. Um, man, that bridge breakdown. I I just smile every time, but let's put him over there for a second. The, the music that's going on behind the scenes. I mean, man, the, the guitar picking rocking around in this song. That's like not in your face, but it's like playing around buzzing around to use their little bumblebee thing it's just zooming in and out like switching up in your ears and moving all around it is super fun to listen to this song is bouncy and it's a rocker and it's fun it is so fun and and at the same time then you put let's pull shannon back into it i mean dude it is the great question I've, i've posed this before greater rock um, what if just if Cobain lives or if Shannon Hoon lives? I posit hmm. that Shannon Hoon's death and the blind, uh, the 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 No Rain single. If if he'd lived, if they'd maybe had a different career arc with that that No Rain thing, that they have a a, a much 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 larger place in the collective uh, pantheon of '90s music than. Uh, then they really carved out for themselves much larger, like mm-hmm. on par with maybe Pearl Jam or uh, or Nirvana even. Like I just, I, I think it's really a tragedy. It's a real a real big what if. Um, was this their last album before he died? No, I think Soup came out after this one. Is that right, Scott? Yeah, and I admittedly, and I think uh, one of the Dovers, or no, maybe it was Arcade Day, was saying that Soup is their their. Uh, their triumph, their opus. And I don't have a lot of experience with that album. This is the one album I had. And then I think we all had as, as Berg pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's apparently, yeah, I haven't really listened to soup and I may go back and listen to it more. Um, I just thought they were badass at the time. This is a great song. In fact, they played at the Mason jar. If any of you guys from Phoenix, remember the Mason jar, it was like mm-hmm. a little bar, yeah. tiny, uh, place. Uh, it's now called the, Le- the rebel lounge, I think, but they played there in 92, on like a Tuesday night and my friends went and I tried to go, but I, I wasn't allowed or I, I couldn't go and I didn't. And I heard it was so awesome, like an amazing show. And that's like one of my first, like that I can really remember just terrible regrets of a show that I missed. Um, Cause I, you know, seeing one of those bands at that time in 92, I think the early kind of, you know, grunge era in a tiny venue, I just heard it was amazing. So loves it's was always bummed out that i missed it it's also a total hypothetical and weird thought experiment but like what if nirvana had some sort of like crazy poppy hit like no rain you know like right there's kind of like this (laughs) weird opposite angle that you could look at it where obviously 
Shannon Hoon's death is is a tragedy, but like the, the no rain overpopularity had a major effect on their band too, which is just huge. It's weird. Well, when that's I, the what if, right? Like it's that. a it's yeah. A- yeah, a huge what if of rock history, but unfortunately, like, yeah, his death, but unfortunately, no rain just really yeah. kind of sunk them even before that and maybe even it. led to his death. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a major bummer. Crazy. It's a major bummer. You know, the well, that's probably enough, probably enough on a song that just went into the dustbin. <laughs> so, at least we got a chance to talk about uh, Blind blind Melon, right, Scott? HMS Forever. <laughs> off with the jack. Just real quick, a word on friendship. Scott, you're a real friend. And I just wanted to say <laughs> thanks for standing up for my song. It warmed me the cockles of my heart. <laughs> quick word. A side pod on, on friendship. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, back to you. Last song. Yeah, just one other part from the discussion there. Going back to Luke's comment about the, the clip that was both one man's positive and one man's negative. Just our latest reminder, as we like to say on here, that music is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. It's true. It's the weirdest. So, yeah, coming into the last song here, we have Get to the Stone with Incaduda Libera. Oh, boy. Neat. That is a neat Italian. Italian meatball. Italian meat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for this one. Uh, once again, we got another with the guesses coming in all unanimous. Market. Uh, as for the voting, we just got the one vote. Oh, oh come on, guys. <laughs> Look, I hope you all vote. This is all your raid redemptions, right? right? You guys are all. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the triple raid redemption into the guild. Oh, I want to hear Berg talk yeah. about this. Well, let's hear about uh, what, is, what is not to love about <laughs> Italian language Irish death metal with playing <laughs> speed bagpipe? <laughs> uh, did you guys? Did none of you guys do the YouTube corner? Did you watch the tiny desk of these guys? No, I didn't. No, I watched the video. Amazing. I watched the actual video uh, of the, the song. It's their terrible. tiny, their tiny desk is is fantastic. I'm sad I didn't uh, go look at that. I will go yeah, look at I'm it bummed. later for sure. The Me fact too. that you guys think they have a tiny desk is. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Wow, you really got me. I'm like, why the hell are yeah, NPRs? Well, I'll, I'll I'll have everyone at the say. tiny desk. I'll uh. have this to say. In case you didn't make it all the way through, the song features an epic Patrice Point recorder solo. Uh. <laughs> the flute solo. I wrote yeah. flute solo. Hilarious. Because that's yeah, what the song yeah. was missing. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, pipers plus, I mean, there's like four speed pipers going on this song. So this this is my other band to round off my no nets, you know, when you've got a, a, you know, the classic five piece metal band, how do you turn it into a nice piece or nine piece banger? You got to add some, some pipers, uh, you know, some harps, some flutes and uh, power chords. And yeah, I'm at the gates for this song. Um, this genre of music was an uh, introduction by uh, back in our Warcraft days by a guy by the name of Dishatred. We, uh, you know, are one of our tanks in our in our Warcraft guild that you all remember. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we, yeah, we passed speaking a lot of guys of, uh, lost too soon. Yeah, we passed a lot of music back and forth, and sometimes I would go down the rabbit hole on on some of these crazy genres. Um, so yeah, this was just a fun submit where. Uh, you know, I want to kind of expand the boundaries past the banjo and, and folksy, uh, lily white type uh, <laughs> things with my my gangster rap and my my Italian uh, death metal. But uh, but yeah, uh, just a you know a, a fun a fun submit. All right, uh, you know, give me that one. Not a joke. We, we all had fun. A fun submit. Yeah. 
Yeah, with a lot of jokes uh, to be had. You know, yeah, so many jokes. About. I wrote, I wrote lyrics meaningless, vocal awful. What are you music, about meaningless? Music is- hilarious. Vibe <laughs> no idea. Confusion question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Lastly, flute solo dot 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 hilarious. That's the totality of my thoughts about this song. Yeah, yeah. I put uh, weird song Berg song. Uh, and <laughs> what what are we going to do about this song? The aggressive wall of sound was already a lot to take, and then the Italian screaming, you know, comes in. Uh, but I did write God Bless Berg for what he brings to this pot every week, and uh, I frankly would not have the, as they say in Italy, the calzones to submit this song. So kudos, oh, Luke. kudos to you, Berg, for, uh, for bringing the, the range and having oh. a theme all the while. Yeah, what I enjoyed most about this submit is throughout the week thinking at any time one of you guys is listening to this song or one of our <laughs> listeners is listening to this song. And it you just made shook. me happy. That <laughs> is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I said uh, medieval Italian bagpipe metal. I'm like, interesting, but I'll pass. Um, yeah, just so aggressive, so weird. I said, I do appreciate the concept of bringing back ancient songs into a modern metal world because i guess that's what they do but yeah just not for me um and i realized yeah, how a, little it's italian i've actually old, heard yeah it's yeah. a 300 year old uh deep cut from an yeah. old italian composer yeah mm-hmm. yeah you, you dunk on my 300 year old meatballs <laughs> that was the one. meta you set up the meta scott <laughs> and he's like oh we're going 300 years back i got something <laughs> well sorrow was already a 300 year old deep cut i'm just you know i pull the deep cuts well scott lays out the, the meatball <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, this was hilarious. Good job. All right. Well, that's uh, that's week 10 or 9, depending on your <laughs> point of view, in the books. Um, Dave, why don't we go to uh, Commissioner Corner here, and you can tell us uh, stats, graphs, and babes. All right. Uh, yeah, after that uh, no-guild week a couple weeks back, we're just continuing the, the trend of strong numbers. Uh, came in with three guilds and four forks this week, so not bad at all. Wow. Hey, um, in terms of the guesses, Luke nailed it with his three guilds. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I had the exact yeah. right nice work, bet. Luke. Yeah. You picked the guild number. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Good job, Luke. Thank you. High five. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so in terms of the potential awards out there, uh, Loves uh, continues to, to hold a slim lead and uh, maintain his grip on that scepter. He's got Six guilds right now. You'll have to pry that out of my cold, Six dead hands. Guilds, man. Uh, Luke, Luke is still uh, in front on the forks with eight, but people are closing in on him. Now we got Scott only one behind, so close wow. rates there. That's surprising. Um, for the best friends belt, uh, across the board, just a great week of guessing. Everybody actually qualified for the award. <laughs> um, in terms of the actual winners, we had two people come in with eight. Um, only slipping up due to the the little trap there, guessing loves on the strut. Um, yeah. With perfect. so we got nice Scott and Berg up. both with eight. Wow! Wow! Um, Bravo! You guys know your friends. You guys are best up. friends. Yeah. And Scott, I think I, I'll give you the you know if I if I can award extra points Ooh. for the best friends belt for your defensive uh, blind melon. I'd like. Oh, you just I'd slipped like... a, a slipped a slot. Then yeah, I so saw. I get it. I get it clean. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> I win the belt. Dang it. All right. And yeah, with all that correct guessing out there, we actually had two people uh, qualify for the breastplate of transparency this week. The actual winner coming in with every single person guessing them <laughs> correct across the board, nine for nine, is Luke. 
Wow. Good I job, wear it proudly, not me. as we discussed earlier today. I will uh, don yeah. it shiny and chrome. <laughs> um, for, for you, Berg, uh, two of your songs were unanimous, so you did qualify. Uh, Luke was just ahead because for one of your songs, uh, uh, Love's Guest Salt on Wu-Tang. That, uh, wow. mm. that was a bad guess by me. Stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, we're into, the, uh, into that time of night when we begin to wrap it down. It's uh, it's time for us to do next week's intros. Week ten, week All ten right. or eleven. All right. <laughs> you never know. Okay, here we go with the week ten playlist. First up, we have telephone. Next up, we have Marquee Moon. Follow that with Buena. Yeah, come on a little cause I wanna see your face. You see I'm at a devil named Buena Buena. And since I'm at the devil, I'm getting the same Next we have 46 and Then we have I Wonder. If you know what it means to find your dreams, and I have been waiting all this After that, we have Blood Buzz Ohio. drums and then Juan Belmonte next is Tinseltown Swimming in Blood And follow that with River. Been traveling these wide roads for so long. My heart's been far from you. Next up is How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by a Highway? After that is Sure Don't Miss You. Then we have It Might Get Dark. And we'll wrap the Week 10 playlist with, with The Healing Room. I have a 
song talk. Everybody's being very disciplined. Mm, took a lot. I almost bit my lip off just now. <laughs> the discipline. Wow. Listen, uh, fair listeners, we love you. Thank you for participating. Send us your texts, your emails, your your whatever. We, we love hearing uh, your feedback on the playlist. Go to thegildedplaylist.com, and in the menu you can find uh, a link to Spotify, which will have this week's rotation. We always rotate that uh, so that you got just the latest songs that we're listening to. All of our socials and stuff are on there too. If you've got a song submission, even if you're going to get zero out of four votes, like poor Brent, uh, because you don't understand the concept of real strut, but you're very familiar with poser strut. Uh, even even in that case, go ahead, submit a song, get dunked on. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, we got a public voting forum on, on there. You can jump on there. Um, you can submit your own yeses or nos. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for why that's going to be important at some point down the road. Again, it's gildedplaylist.com. Uh, Last thing, go out there, marinate. Marinate. Dang, that's a lot of money. And clear.